Three months after the November 6th general election, we now have a resolution to the 13th district house race that came in an announcement that no one saw coming. Stay with us. This is Inquire. From the Missionary Inquirer, I'm Don Wilkins. On Friday, Republican D.J. Johnson made the unexpected announcement that he would withdraw his challenge against Democrat Jim Glenn. The two were deadlocked at 6,323 votes each after a 12-hour recount six days earlier. It was a story that no one thought would end until... What will happen based upon the actions that have happened so far in this process is that if we do a coin toss, and I should win, we are going to go into a legal circus in my hometown like we've never seen before. Based upon the actions of Mr. Glenn and his counsel, I can only assume that the Board of Elections in Davis County, the Sheriff's Office, anybody that might have done something that didn't agree with the political aspirations of my opponent would be challenged in court. I will not put my district through that. I will not put my community through that. They deserve better. Now, the, the best solution would be for me to win the coin toss and I get seated. For me, that would be best for me. But what's best for my district, what's best for my people and my community, is that we end this. And for the good of my community, for the good of my people, at this point, Mr. Chairman, I'm asking that I withdraw my challenge. Motion to accept the withdrawal. Second. It's considered withdrawn. Motion to adjourn. All in favor? And opposed. We stand adjourned. 6,322, 6,320. We counted all the paper ballots again. So I actually won, my attorney said, Jim Glenn actually won twice. She's correct. I did actually win twice. You know, I'm a teacher. I don't give an exam, then after the exam is over, pull some other book the students haven't seen and then add that and then criticize them for not passing the test. That's what we were just looking at. I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever been, been in a class like that because my classes don't operate that way. It's Don. Uh, so, so you have been up in Frankfurt this morning, right? Yes. Okay. So, talk about um, the story you thought you were going to write whenever you were headed that way. Well, I thought what's going to happen today was that members of um, the clerk's office and the county board of elections were were going to testify about what they did during last Saturday's recount. Um, Richard House, the chief deputy of the clerk's office and head of the elections, was there, as was Major Barry Smith from the sheriff's office. He was also a board of elections member. They were there with County Attorney Claude Porter. I assumed that they were going to be grilled um, probably pretty hard by Jim Glenn's attorney about how the recount was conducted. So... When did you realize that that wasn't going to happen? 
they started the day with opening statements from DJ Johnson's lawyer and from Jim Glenn's lawyer. And there was a, I would call it a fairly dramatic moment where Johnson's lawyer, um, attorney by the name of Corey Skolnick, he, he said, well, the, the only way we can we really see a resolve this would be by lot. And he said that could be a coin toss, pulling a name out of a hat, um, whatever the board wanted to do. And he, and he publicly called on John, or on Glenn, rather, to endorse that, to, to agree to go along with the result of a coin toss. And Anna White's, Glenn's lawyer, just sort of flatly rejected that. She said, we can't work. And I'm, this is almost an exact quote, but maybe not quite. She said, yeah, we're not going to impeach Mr. Glenn. On, on a coin toss. At that point, they adjourned, and, and Johnson's lawyers went outside again. Um, this is like the second time they'd gone out, and they were out there for about five or ten minutes. They were conferring with, with DJ Johnson at that point. When he came back in, when they all came back in, and Mr. Johnson decided to, or, or it was announced he was going to address the board, that's when it seemed like things were maybe going a different direction. So... What was your reaction, and maybe along with the gallery, when you realized that Johnson was withdrawing? It wasn't expected to be sure. Let me start over a little bit, Don. What I expected to happen today was there was going to probably be some kind of resolution one way or the other. You know, they were going to to flip that coin or or draw a name out of the hat. That's certainly what... Johnson's attorney wanted them to do today. You know, he wanted them to, to take action today, and I thought that's what probably what they would do. Um, uh, so I was I was pretty surprised that that things ended the way they did. The reaction from the crowd was pretty muted. I mean, it's 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 a committee hearing. You know, there's no gas in the crowd or anything like that. It's it's a pretty it's pretty you know solid affair. Now, did you have the opportunity to talk? with Johnson after the hearing? I did. Um, you know, Johnson said this before the committee as well. He, you know, we looked at their options, you know, and Johnson said he didn't feel like a, he felt like a special, special election would be a distraction, is what he said in the district. And he also said, you know, even if you want a coin toss, you know, there would be, you know, there'd be a, I believe, I believe the exact words were a legal circus. In the in the district, and he wanted to avoid both those things. You know, he he felt confident that he would have won a special election, but he didn't. You know, he said, you know, for the or what he described it was, you know, he looked at it and he felt it was it was in the the best interest of the district to to go ahead and withdraw. Now, what was his what was his mood? Did he seem at all like he was exhausted or just ready for this to be over? You know what? He didn't. Not really. Um, you know, people asked him if he was going to to run for, for office again in 2020. You know, and I think the exact quote was, "I haven't thrown away my yard signs." And he said definitively, you know, he hasn't made a, you know, let me rephrase that. He he said he hasn't made a definitive decision one way or the other. Um, but he said it like he was leaning that way. One of the things that he said talking with a, a gaggle of reporters afterward he, he said you know I don't like to lose so he didn't seem like a he didn't act at all like a, someone who had been defeated or, or, or beaten into submission you know and I I think it's possible we'll, we'll probably be 
seeing his name on the ballot again in a couple of years. Now, what about Jim Glenn? Did you have an opportunity to speak with him? I did. He, at least not the right word, he said he was, you know, ready to move on. That's the way he phrased it. He said he's got several more bills that he's working on. He was going to go back to his office and start working on those bills again. Jim Glenn still still was, you know, he was this this was uh this allowed him to focus, that's what he said. This would allow him to focus on on the business of the thirteenth district. So he was relieved's not the right word, but he was certainly you know, ready to get back to work. Now, what is DJ Johnson's responsibility in regards to the recount? Is he responsible for paying the cost of that? He took that responsibility, is the best way to phrase it. It's, the law says that the unsuccessful party will, play, will pay for the recount, and there was some you know, back and forth at the hearing in mid-January about about the cost of the recount and how much it would cost. At, at that hearing, you know, Johnson voluntarily took on paying the cost. He said today that that would probably come out of campaign funds, so I, I assume that I took that to mean funds that he have left over from the from the race last year. So how much money are we talking about? They had estimated ten thousand and some change. I wanna say ten thousand two or ten thousand two hundred dollars. I don't know if it's gonna come quite to that because that was based on I believe like fifteen hours, fifteen hour recount. It didn't come quite to that. It was more like twelve, I believe. So now what about yourself? Uh, are you uh, relieved that, that, that this story has resolved itself? <laughs> you asked if Johnson's been exhausted. You should ask me that same question. I've, I've, I, I'm, I'm kind of glad to put this one behind me, just that it's been so involved and so intense. And you, you, you're a reporter, Don. You know what it's like to cover something that just keeps coming and coming. You, you get a little bit. A little, bit, a little bit of battle fatigue after the while, so I'm I'm glad this is sort of go back to you know, as far as I do any more legislative stuff this year, just sort of back to business as usual. All right, well, Jim, thanks for calling in, and and I know uh, you're looking forward to getting home. All right, I'll see you soon. Yeah, see you. And with that, we wrap up our show for this week. I want to thank Mr. Inquirer reporter James Mays for joining me. To send us questions or to provide feedback, email us at newscast at messenger-inquirer.com. Remember, you can find us on the Mr. Inquirer's website and iTunes where you can subscribe to Inquirer. Until next time, I'm Don Wilkinson. Good day for Inquirer.